You're listening to Wings on Wings. Today we're covering Season 3, Episode 18, Take My Life, Please. In this episode, which aired February 27th, 1992, after failing at her short-lived career in real estate, Helen completes a career placement test that leads her down a dark, laughless path in comedy. Our wing sauce is Joe Bob's Bitchin' Texas Pepper Sauce by Tapes from the Crypt. Welcome to Wings on Wings. This is Michelle. This is DJ. I'm Doug. Hello, this is Brett. How are you, everyone? With a Why mustache hair so that's trouble. curling up and tickling my nostril. Oh, I thought you said I did, and I'm like, how I, are you inside of my nostril? I do, right and now? it's bothering the shit out of me. <laughs> pull it out. Michelle, pull I can't it out right now. What it is. Shave it off. No. Shave just your mustache. Do you I used to, to do that. Uh, <laughs> what? Do you want me to tweeze it? No, I don't. We're good. Let's talk wings. And eat wings. And wings. Uh, hello, everyone. Thanks for listening. Good night, uh, everybody. Good night. <laughs> Sudomedia Network, stbn.com. I don't remember how. Send us email at wings on wings underscore wings. Thanks, Doug. All right, Doug. Uh, thanks for joining the party. Wings underscore wings underscore wings underscore wings. That's our new Gmail account. Uh, it's I've not. only heard it 50 times. I lied. I remember nothing. So we just got done watching Take My Life, Please, uh, the 18th episode of season three. What a dark title. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Uh, no no, no special guest star this week. No Prince of the Tsunamian Network. But we are enjoying... There was a special guest. Oh, not on the... Joe Bob. Whoops. Bitchin' Texas Pepper Sauce. Just ignore me. Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, and, uh, because, uh, the week that this, you're listening to this is the week of the new Joe Bob special, so, Texas, bitchin' Texas pepper sauce. Was it Joe Bob Ruins Christmas? Uh, yeah, Joe Bob Ruins Christmas is coming up. I believe show, show, it'll be sh- showing on Shudder. Yes, on Shudder, uh, coinciding with, with our disaster. We're gonna get a, get a little cheap, cheap heat here from this one, so. But let's dive in and talk about this episode. Uh, Doug, we have something to discuss early on. Yes. Yeah, that was uncomfortable. Cold open. Uh, Oliver North is visiting Nantucket, everybody. I don't know who Oliver North is. I don't know who Oliver North is either. Michelle, I'm actually surprised you don't know who Oliver North yes. is. I, it might ring a bell once you tell me. I ran Contra Scandal. Uh, the man yeah. responsible oh, for it? Yeah. yeah. Well, the man, the fall guy for it. <laughs> yeah, right. Oliver North. Yeah, mm-hmm. that Oliver North. The man who then later, like, what, two or three years ago became president of the NRA and then was removed for swindling them a lot of money? Um, he was president of, I think, their legislative branch, and he got into a weird pissing contest with, uh, Christ Almighty, what's that dildo's name? Charlton Heston. No, he's been dead for, like, 20 years. Charlton Heston. He's still dead for 20 years. <laughs> I keep trying to say Lyndon LaRouche, but he was from There's Wayne a lot Lapierre. of dildos. You're going to have to be more specific. Wayne LaPierre. Guy LaDouche. <laughs> Guy LaForge. I'm sorry, it's pronounced Guy. <laughs> Thank you, Michelle. So, yeah, uh, long story short, because try not to make this the uh, angry political podcast that Michelle and I have been talking about doing for some time now, but... Long story short, uh, yeah, they started to illegally uh, push arms to Iran... 
uh, for cash and also trying to curry favor with them so they can get some of the hostages released, or at least to have them work on the benefit of uh, our benefit for some of the hostages, I think, being held by either Hezbollah or Hamas. In reality, uh, we are doing that to help out Israel because Israel had a vested interest in keeping Iraq and Iran kicking the shit out of each other as long as possible. And apparently we didn't feel like selling them any more chemical weapons, as we had earlier. Um, and then after that, they were taking some of the money they made uh, from the arms sales, and they were using them to fund some of the Contras in Nicaragua who were working against the uh, Sandinistas. Or no, I can't remember the exact name of them. The left-leaning government who wasn't playing ball with the United States, so therefore we had to overthrow them. And yeah, if it wasn't for the pardons that came out from George D.H.W. Bush... God knows how far up that fucking thing would have gone because, yeah, the, there was a fine rogues gallery involved in that entire cluster. Well, uh, Oliver North got fired from his position by Reagan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, he then claimed that Reagan knew everything that was going on. He just ended up, they needed somebody to push him. Oliver I believe North was that. There. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Right before Bush left office, he pardoned everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there you go. Yeah, there was, yeah, the, the, that entire thing would have gone up pretty high. And keep in mind, Bush was also head of CIA before he got tapped for right. vice president. Right, of course. Um, but Is yeah. he related to Peter North at all? No. No, Peter, he's not cool enough to be related to Peter North. No. They both have the same special skill. Look it up. Um, oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> a little bit of heat on the sauce. A little bit, not much. Hi. Yeah. I've actually added more. Yeah? Yeah, me too. That hasn't happened in a long time. Yeah. Yeah, I had this a little bit delicious. of a burn on my tongue. Uh, so that was the cold open. I guess Doug, while we were watching, you said this was Oliver North's apology tour. Yeah, he had... This episode, what was the air date of this episode? February 27th, 1992. So, I don't remember exactly when he was uh, pardoned, because Bush Sr. was in office until January of 93. Yeah. But he had put out the book... Obviously, because they were talking about he was on a book tour. Uh-huh. Right. So, yeah, this was the rehabilitation uh, mm-hmm. the rehabilitation of Oliver North, who, if you believe Jello Biafra, yes, a um, international gangster and somebody who should have been in The Hague on trial for war crimes. There you go. But Damn, Jello can be a little long-winded sometimes. I, I usually believe Jello Biafra, though. Mm-hmm. Usually. Yes. What are we doing? I feel I very distraught. Uh, all his charges were vacated and reversed in 1991. Thank you. There we go. Um, yeah, so that was the cold open for some really... It has nothing to do with the rest of the episode at all. Yeah, it's really bizarre. Right. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a bizarre political agenda that somebody right. on the show had. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it was probably a network thing. Oh. The rest of this episode is Helen being miserable at her career and life. Well, we were very surprised because at the beginning of the episode, she comes waltzing in in this spiffy oh, right. yeah. plaid jacket. She goes, oh... I just sold my first house right. as a part of Duffy Realty. Yeah. And I think I said out loud, uh, when the fuck did she become a realtor? <laughs> Which they did reference it in a previous episode. Did they? Yeah, they very yeah. briefly, they mentioned something about she was thinking about becoming a realtor. So. Really? Very poorly foreshadowed, but foreshadowed nonetheless. Well, good on you for like paying attention. I remember. Th- Why does Helen hate her career so much? Doesn't she own that food counter? I mean, that's what I always assume. She doesn't own the airport, but I, I mean, she probably rents it, right? I thought she rents said that her, I don't know, maybe I'm imagining this. Wasn't there an episode where she talks about how her dad used to run it? 
I don't remember that. Did I make this up? Anybody? You might, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I might have made this up. To go back to the archives on that one, I don't, <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, but I mean, she she at least I mean she's the owner of the of the establishment, so I would imagine she at least rents the counter space, right? I mean, she works symbio- so. symbiotically with the airlines. She provides them all with everybody at the airport with all the food. So, well, they, I don't think they've ever referenced any of that. Yeah. To be honest with you, just like in this yeah. episode, I don't know why I noticed this. I never really thought twice about the newsstand next to her counter. That's clearly just a prop, but it's a newsstand on the Oh, list. yeah. Yeah. Huh. And nobody seems to own it. No, no it's just kind of there. Because I was looking yeah. past one of the characters when they were delivering some awful droll line. I said, the beacon. I think that's the newspaper from Providence, Rhode Island. <laughs> and then you stared off at this face for... Yes. And then you just didn't watch the rest of the episode. Well, right. I didn't miss much. No, yeah. you're not wrong. Um, maybe that's where Amy Yazbek yeah. will work. Maybe. So Helen, Helen gets fired because for... What I don't think is her fault, but the the owner of the real Duffy Realty comes in uh, and says that asks her if she promised the the antique chandelier to the new homeowners that from her first sale, and she said yeah because it's in the house, and they're like that's been in the Duffy family or whatever for however long, blah 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 blah. You're fired. He rips the sleeves, rips the buttons out, rips the sleeves off her jacket. Uh, take it with you then. Don't leave it in the fucking house. Yeah, you would think. Yeah, fuck that guy. See? Fuck that Angela, Angelier. <laughs> yeah, well, you're, you're like, Whoa. you're getting real hot tonight. Is what's going a, on, is man? Is that what a chandelier is called now? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know what's happening right the now. Angelier. Is space the place, Doug? <laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> North of heaven, south of hell, I don't know. Uh, yeah, they should have taken their stupid ass chandelier. Don't leave it in the house. Or if you are going to leave it in the house... Put up a giant sign somewhere that says, or notify the realtor and say, this is not for sale with house unless you've got 50 grand extra laying around. Right. So good. I hope that old prick loses his goddamn fucking license. Fuck I'm him. Sorry. I feel like we've been talking about this chandelier for 40 minutes. And <laughs> it's so funny now because it's just going on and on and on. And we're like just talking this, about this chandelier. It's two and a half minutes. I know, but it, it felt like... Doug got really fired up about it. He definitely did. He was did. very passionate about this. Are you sweating? He's sweating. <laughs> I'm still hot about the fucking Oliver North shit, too. Um, <laughs> that's right. So she doesn't know what to, what to do with her life. She's failed at everything. She's not a musician. Uh, what was the other thing she wanted to do? Real estate? What was the other mm-hmm. thing? Uh, I don't know. Go-go dancer. Cellist. Yeah. Whatever. The cellist. And then they, uh, Antonio tells her that there's a... Personality, no, like a Personali- personality yeah. occupation test, a career test, career, a career test. placement test. We, I took them in high school. I've taken one too. Wanted me to be a farmer. <laughs> what? You'd be such a You'd good, be good farmer. farmer. Yeah, no, you would. absolutely. I don't like hard work. He doesn't like being outside at no, all. You don't like being up early no, in the morning. Like to go outside. Actually, he doesn't no. like to wake up. He'd be the worst farmer <clears> yeah, ever. Probably. Well, maybe not ever. But we know some lazy people, so. Yeah. I, you're not. I'm lazy. sure. I'm sure. I could. I could probably parlay a, owning a farm and being a farmer into being some part of a drug cartel to make myself money. All right, so, I like that. All right. Yeah. Why? Why do you have to be in a drug cartel? To make money. Because yeah. I. Cause, we live in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Do you think that drug cartels are working with farmers in Pennsylvania? Well, I, I'm okay. Are you so, aware of the entire so, western part of well, our state? Well, one, there was oh, no specific boy. where I would be a farmer. It was just that I was going to be a farmer. Oh, we, oh so and what I'm moving. saying is because I don't want to do the actual farm. No, I don't know if you're in this I, equation. I might not be yeah, in this yeah. No, 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 no. no. 
I'm uh, not. I'm not the farmer's wife. No, he's you're, on farmers. You're picking up what I'm. He's on farmers only. Farmers only. Uh, <laughs> so I don't have to be lonely. Um, but uh, no, like my cousin met her boyfriend on oh farmers God. only. It didn't work out. Uh, good for them. Uh, I imagine that uh, if I was a farmer, I would buy land and, and not wanting to do the farm work because that's hard work. Uh, to which I don't want to have to do. What if we turn it into a weed farm? Oh, well, a weed farm is different altogether. We can do that right now. Can uh, we move hey. to either uh, Wyoming but or I Montana? Would, but I would, I would use totally the farm as a States. as a front for my working with the cartel and bringing uh, that, drugs. Okay, I'm on board with this. Well, now that the until feds it gets are to the cartel right. part, okay. then I. Then I All right, weed stop farm. Understanding weed farm, but no, I weed but farm, I, then I but I inject the, the weed with with. Uh, vegetation steroids and accidentally create an army of mutated giant pigs that kill Carlton from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yep, that's a movie. Uh, that's a movie. Yeah, I mean, if you want to make a movie about my life, I'm cool with that. Um, just make just make sure in the movie that I'm called Panic because I never do. <laughs> and make sure Alfonso Ribeiro plays you. As and well. there has to be at least one basketball scene. My yeah, career placement test. Okay. Suggested to me that I might like to be either police officer. No, a oh. teacher. Okay. Which I really clearly don't. there was no patience category on this test. <laughs> <laughs> right. There was no. There was no uh, box that said, "Do you hate children?" Um, <laughs> or my second option of career was truck driver. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, what would your trucker name be? I, do truckers have names? No, have your little CB yeah. radio I, call my, name. My trucker name couldn't just be Michelle. No, no. you have to have a fun name yeah. when you're running from Smokey. Yeah. Eastbound down. Breaker, breaker, open up and drugging. I can't we be do what to they be say fun can't on be the done. spot. Michelle, you can, pick up lot, you can pick up a lot. We got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm Eastbound, just watch old bandit run. Snowman. Keep your foot hard on the pedal. Is that, so a, never mind is that a run, run cocaine? That what? Let's all hang out because we got to run to make. I don't know. In the second one, they ship. In the second one, they smuggle an elephant with Dom DeLuise across the lines. I don't understand why they thought that I should be a truck driver. I would be a terrible truck driver. I'm not a very good driver, honestly. And neither are truckers, but you're a giant, so I you can just so. push people out of the way. But also, when I was 16, I had mono, and ever since then, I just fall asleep all the time. So, like, especially like back then, I used to fall asleep like mid sentence. I'd be a terrible truck driver. <laughs> when you I was like a teenager, people. I used to fall asleep a lot. Well, think about this: you don't like people. I don't. So you'd be on your own for most of the time. Mm-hmm. You can just travel the country. I do like that. Uh, you can uh, get lot lizards. Yeah, there you go. Lot lizards. Any, I don't want any lot lizards. You want? How do you feel about all speed? the disappointment in our? Family. I'm sorry. Are lot lizards? Are I thought they're they're prostitutes. Yeah, the parking yeah. lot prostitutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't. They're daytime hookers. Yeah. I gotta say, Michelle doesn't pay for sex. Okay. <laughs> I'm so happy you just referred to yourself in the third person. Yeah, That's that was great. Awesome. That was. <laughs> you are in shock. Uh, and can I just add to that? Oh boy, that you get exactly what you pay for. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> so Brad, these are tasty wings, buddy. Real good, real good um, wings. Hey, what's going on over there, Doug? <laughs> so the thing about being a truck driver, though, is I don't like to sit down for a long period of time. I can't stand to sit. Also true. Yeah, I I have to stand up like once every couple of minutes. 
Let me get Acorn Joe on the line for you. He'll, uh, he's a trucker. <laughs> DJ can't stand it when we're working from home. Like, I'm just, he says that I pace the house. Yeah, you bother me. Yeah. You bother me. I walk around a lot. Uh, but so, all right. So, Helen get, takes this test. They get the results. What? We didn't talk oh, about what were Doug your, Okay, Doug and Brett. What were your, did test. you ever take your occupation test? Professional hanger out or that's right, me, baby. Right, of course. And you're very good at it. <laughs> Thank you. If you just find a way to figure someone out to pay you for it, you'd be set. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Doug? I'm chill. Never got one. No, never took it. Mm. They I, never I, gave us one. I don't. I don't think I ever actually had one either. Okay. Which is weird. They gave you one. Yeah. And you were only like five years behind me, so right. I don't know what the fuck is up with that. Uh, I think with me, they were just like, ah, oh, who gives a yeah. fuck? I took it at Penn State Wilkes Barre, but I don't know uh, why. I was definitely given one in in, in high school. All right, uh, Chell, uh, let's let's both be occupational researchers. What what occupation would we give Doug and Brett in their high school versions? What they should be. Okay, let's preface this. High yes. school me was a lot different. Sure. <laughs> yeah, you ruled. I, I would have brought my occupation at this point. If I was still high school me, would probably be dead. Let's be, <laughs> let's, let's be fucking realistic here. So, um, <laughs> alcoholic. We didn't we didn't talk about Helen's actual ones or her. No, not yet. Uh, so let's. So you had two choices, Doug. I'm gonna say Doug would have been a mortician. Or a bouncer. Yeah, I could. I I don't agree with bouncer, but mortician is a good one. Bouncer to past life for you. Yeah, but that doesn't count. Okay, no, it's a gay bar. Yeah, still though, that's easy. Gay bars don't get no shit. Yeah, sometimes you gotta break up shit at a gay bar. The biggest problems we ever had were passed out drunk people and the occasional drug dealer. Yeah, everybody else was just there to get drunk and fuck. Okay. Huh? That's easy to deal with. Hell, most of the times, my biggest problem was the worst shift for me was holy Christ, I have three hours to go and I just ran out of cigarettes. Okay. Fuck. Ooh. All right. For you, that's awful. Yeah. That Especially was like, around oh my that God. time. Yeah. yeah. What's, okay. a, what's a. Is a male dominatrix still called a dominatrix? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> Mortician or dominatrix? Okay. I actually was heavily thinking about dominatrix or uh, mortician. Mm. <laughs> um, no, both. You were thinking about them both, but for different reasons. Yes, yeah. you were thinking about becoming right, a, morti- cool. a mortician. Mortician, a I stuck. Mortician. I suck at science, so yeah. I was like, "This is probably not going to mm. happen." You wouldn't like uh, to drain the blood out. If, of dead if bodies. we were to go back far enough uh, in in the world, and we lived in a different era, I would peg Doug to be a blacksmith. So I'm going to get rid of Bouncer and say Farrier. I thought you were just going to stop him. Farrier would be a good one for you. Making making shoes for horses. All right. I have taken blacksmithing courses. Hammer and metal. Yeah. See, that's Doug. Well, there you go. Uh, good f- Brett. I, mean, I know this is a problem. Mm-hmm. Professional wrestler. <laughs> I should have been born for the territories. I would have done lots of drugs. I think that you would be good in the trades. I think I would I would recommend maybe that you be an electrician. Yeah, that's not far off. You'd be better than the one great electrician great, my, we yeah. all know. <laughs> my great, <laughs> you got the mitts of a, of a working man. Well, you, you remember got the, the hands. Those are you know that, that the, you the got, gentle touch. You got car, you got carnival man. strong man hands. I do. Yeah. yeah. So okay, I could be a carnival strong man. That's true. I'm cool with that. Okay, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Electrician or. Car- Strong man. I, you're very with. good at customer service, which an electrician needs. Most electricians, uh, no offense to any electricians listening, are fucking shit at customer service, uh, which is why, like, basically, if we ever need an electrician, would, we'll just move. Would you call me Union Brett? No. Okay. <laughs> well, shit. I will. 
Very good. Thank you. Uh, all right. So Helen get they, they get the results. And Antonio- what does Antonio get the result? Oh, because he knows the guy. I don't understand. He's got a guy. Antonio's Whatever. He's Italian man. They, they all right. got He's a guy. A, a taxi driver, but also he just seems to be like their assistant. He's a hanger. He's a hangabout. He, yeah, he's just random jobs all the time. Uh, I don't know. He's a jobber. But, so he won't show them the hell, and he shows them everybody else in private because her two choices were food service or musician. Yep. What? I'm sorry. Who's filling out this paperwork? What questions are they asking you that one of your choices is musician? So when I was in high school, they told mm-hmm. me I should be a farmer. These things aren't accurate. They just pick well, random bullshit. The world needs farmers, DJ. It's true. Farmers provide our food. Hey, according to the bumper sticker I saw on the way here, no farms, no food. <laughs> okay. Good. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe it. Uh, I, no cellists, no cellists. I honestly think we can all coexist to make that a, a reality. Oh, um, boo. So uh, they change it. And I don't understand. How How do they change it? Does, did Faye have whiteout? What? Uh, yeah. That's I didn't understand. What happened? They yeah. change it on a Somehow, typewriter. Right. <laughs> it's like they just quickly typed up. And this is a fax <laughs> that came yeah. in from Roy. Right. And from Roy's fax machine, and then they change it with a typewriter to to completely change it to uh, lawyer, which they all thought she'd be interested lawyer, in. Yeah. Or uh, Faye at the last moment when uh-huh. Helen busts in the room makes it stand up comedian, <laughs> thinking that she'll not be interested in that at all, and she right. will go to be obviously. So Obviously, she'll go through all of her. So they're uh, condemning her to years and years of education said. to become yeah. a lawyer instead, and hundreds of thousand. Well, back then, a hundred thousand dollars worth of debt. Sure, right. And uh, she's Helen sees him and is excited to become a stand-up comedian. I mean, I've got to say, like, out of the two options, stand-up comedian is more realistic for Helen Chapel. She is not going to be able to go to law school. Also, isn't she like? She's also not funny. Well, no, she's not funny. But that's the joke of the episode. But she isn't going to make any money as a stand-up comedian in the early 90s on Nantucket, whether she's funny or not, so it doesn't really matter. It depends on if she knew that guy from Nantucket or not. Um, I'm surprised we don't hit that joke more often. I'm kind of, I'm happy but sad that we don't. Because it's hack. Um, Well, and there's an episode called, like, So she starts... Man from the Nantucket. It's an episode called A Dick So Long You Can Suck It? No, it's, oh. it's just called, like, There Once Was a Man from Nantucket or whatever. Oh. So the joke is two, dead. It's not a two-parter. Once Wings embraced the That's joke, true. it's over. Uh, so she just she starts making jokes, in theory. Jokes and jokes and spaghetti, uh, spaghetti. And uh, becomes, oh. becomes a stand-up comedian. Is anything else happening in this episode? She... No, like, uh, she's just real bad at it. Brian and Joe break the news, like, hey, oh, right. like, we actually, like, Girl. wrote that for you. She's like, you guys are pieces of shit, basically. Yeah. She tries her routine. Lowell's like... Oh, right. She tries her routine on yeah. Lowell. Lowell's like, yeah, this isn't funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then every, she says, oh, I'm going to go do uh, an open mic at the club car. And then everyone yeah. says, oh, that crowd is really vicious. Well, uh-huh. What's her, What was some of her jokes? So Lowell heckles her, and she's like, I, don't, I just need you to listen. He's like, that that crowd's tough. Yeah. But what was one of her and jokes? She's like, oh, she's like, I just need you to laugh when you think something funny. Yeah. She tells like three jokes, he just doesn't. Her, her jokes were all about being short. Right. So well, she when she was behind like, the counter, she told she said, I heard a joke about a, bl- a dumb blonde, but I didn't understand it. Yeah, yeah so her jokes, when she's doing her stand-up for Lowell, are like, um, oh, I you know, I'm a stand-up comedian. I already am standing up. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then she's, she's like, it's hard being short. You get patted on the head more than Rin Tin Tin. Right. 
Because who doesn't love a Rin Tin Tin? She says something like, "Oh, then they say, how's the weather down there? And how you go, how's it going? Speed bump? Yeah. yeah. And Will's like, I for one do not find traffic uh, right. <laughs> traffic advisory jokes funny. Right. Uh, Brian tells her that her jokes were good. And he tries like and tries to open her up a little and bit, still some confidence, and her. make jokes about how fat she was as a kid. Because when yep. in doubt with Helen, that's just what they revert back to. True. They did hit a good point, though. What? Uh, good comedy does come from a place of pain. Oh, absolutely. I guess so. Yeah. Art, oh, good art always comes from a place of Laugh pain. Laugh at my pain. Yeah. See, so interesting that you said that because uh, I just today started reading Mel Brooks's autobiography, and in like the first. I'm like 30, 40 pages in. He talks about like like why he was being funny. And he said that like why he became a comedian. He goes, he had a happy childhood. You know, like his dad died when he was like two. But like he's like it wasn't it wasn't an escape from anything. It wasn't me being dark. He goes, I just wanted to continue to be a kid. And, yeah. goes, and that was my access to that. He goes, I had so much fun being a kid. I had such a good childhood that I never wanted to leave that behind. And my easiest link to that was comedy. So that's why he was funny. So he comes from at it from a completely different place. Oh. He's also not a dark humor kind of guy. Well, pretty, uh, uh, has some dark humor. Hitler? Well, I mean, Hitler is dark. Right. Yes. But he makes him like super goofy. Right. Yeah. Like, well, a, like a Charlie that, Chaplin That level kind of, of his humor does come from the fact that he did serve in World War II. <laughs> no. And he's yeah. a Jew. Right. Right. But. I mean, Hitler is dark, yes. But mm-hmm. he his treatment of it isn't dark. No, and that's. that's it just makes Hitler look like an idiot. Which is Hitler the beauty is of it. Yeah. Because the best thing you can do to ultra right wing or fascists mm-hmm. is, you know, they have the paradox of strength and weakness where if they lose a fight, they say, well, the odds were stacked against us and we're still fighting the good fight. Or if they win, it's so like, of course we did because we're better than them. Yep. Mm-hmm. But when you make a joke out of them, they have no defense against that. Yeah, they really don't. That's why the best thing you can do is like that video from several years ago when there was a Klan rally and some guy followed him around with a tuba. Right. <laughs> I love that video so But it's much. All, not always the best because well, That's what my, Charlie Chaplin did. That's... Right. Charlie Chaplin did that with Hitler and then kind of nobody took Hitler seriously because they just thought it was kind of goofy. Well, the thing is, it it here's – well, it's – to defeat that kind of thing, you need a multi-prong attack. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing helps because unfortunately a lot of fascist imagery is very popular with lost young men. That's true. Yes. And that's – if you can make it not look badass – like, actually, I'll say they accidentally – American History X, even though yeah. it's an anti-fascist film, mm-hmm. accidentally made fascism and Nazism it look really I, badass. Ab- absolutely. Yeah. They, made, right. they made him look super cool. And I was like, yeah. Yep. Uh. yeah. But yeah. if you can make – I mean, they need to be taken very seriously. But also, if you can kind of uh, hamstring their recruiting like that, that's one of the best things you can do. Right. Yeah. Like when they were throwing eggs at that one Australian douchebag, too. Right. I can't remember who. Anyway. Um, But yeah, so uh, fast forward to Helen. They're at the sidecar for Helen's bed. Oh, Brian tells her to get a gimmick. She's going to use her cello on Mm -hmm. stage. They they go to the sidecar, and the second... The what? The club Club car. car. Sidecar would have been a better... Yeah. And the guy gets up on stage as the second comedian, and he has... That should be your career. You could name comedy clubs. Thank you. Uh, he uh, so they go to the chuckle hut. We'll make twelve dollars. <laughs> the chuckle hut, <laughs> and, uh, right across the street from the kitty twister. Right. Uh, <laughs> so they're at laughs a million, and um, they uh, the second guy comes up on stage, and he's he has a double bass as his prop, and Helen is sunk. Uh-huh. Uh And coincidentally, that man, Jim Tavari, is an actual comedian. Is an actual comedian. Mm-hmm. He With actually actual does a double bass, bass. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and he has the distinction of being Prince Charles's favorite comedian. Wow. That and 75 cents will get you a cup of yep, coffee. He's there had a go. few different shows, one of, Charles, one of which he co-wrote cool. with Ricky Gervais. Uh, he's got a Lemmy-style mustache now. Uh, so there you go. There you go. Okay, his huh. mustache is cool. Yeah. I'm not he impressed looks like by a sailor. Else yeah. yeah, he looks like he's he's going to be on like the... He looks like he's been fighting around the world. Yeah. Um, he, he looks like the kind of man you have to go talk to if some shit's going down at the dock scene and yes. the inside track. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, he tells some jokes that kind of funny maybe I don't know uh, <laughs> they were Helen, early 90s funny yeah but Helen disappears under the table and won't come out and the episode ends very abruptly yeah they call for her she's under the table and she's like I'm yeah. not coming out so everyone leaves and Roy's like just do your act that'll clear the right. room I, and the episode ends I wanted her to do some of her bits I bet you she would have some good comedy it was real weird how it just ended that quick though yeah it was very weird um, but yeah that was it um, that was the episode yes not a great one no. no. Not a great one. On the bright side, this sauce was delightful. I, yeah. So, what are we going to talk about first? The episode of the sauce? Oh, we got to rate the episode. Well, yeah. let, um, we can talk about the sauce a little bit if you want, but. I don't know what we yeah. do when we're rating it. Yeah. Yeah, let's do I that. I like how we forget our format from we do. week we do. to week. We do. Fuck a format. I agree. Okay. Take my life episode. Who's starting? Michelle, you started the episode. All right, I'll start. Uh. Two point seven five. Wow! Wow! Why? Wow! Indeed. Because I've come to expect so little from this show. Oh, you're right. softening. That well, I don't know. I didn't laugh at all during this episode, but I don't normally. The laugh, show's Patty so that's pretty <laughs> Right. Yes, I have wings-related Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I thought. I mean, it didn't. It didn't have any jokes, really. Except for, for, the, for it was an episode about comedy. It was. Um, and Oliver North. Inexplicably, and Antonio knowing a guy who does career placement tests. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it was a weird. It was a weird episode. Do I you guess. think that the guy that Antonio knows who knows career who does the career placement tests tests uh, number one on his career placement test was Italian restaurant. I don't know why I can't speak. And then the second, when number that failed, number two was taxi driver. So that's why Antonio is at two different I professions. Can see that. Absolutely. So. Head cannon. That's no, now official canon. I am going to go out on a limb here and say that Antonio's character is so poorly developed that nobody even bothered to ever think why he would know a guy who was doing career placement tests as a guy who came to America to open an Italian restaurant that then didn't work out. And became a taxi cab driver who would clearly not need to take a career placement test. So I like I just think that Antonio's character is so poorly developed mm-hmm. that it doesn't matter. That's okay. what I think. And okay. I like I guess this episode I just didn't feel uh disgusted by it, and so that's why it's getting slightly better than average. Okay. Because the normal average episode disgusts me a bit. Okay. <laughs> I love uh, the way you just said disgusts. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna go 2.5 right down the middle. Uh, Lowell was funny. Uh, Faye had a joke, I think, somewhere. Uh, oh, but- the one about they were talking about the old man who their family owned the chandelier. Yeah, and somebody she said something about that horrible old man would yell all types of filthy things at me when I rode my bike by. Right, and she'd say sometimes I'd have to ride by two and three times to find out exactly what he was saying. There you go. Uh, uh, was two fun. and a half, middle of the road. Uh, but kind of just the base of what 
Wings is. Middle of the road. Doug? This is a very odd episode. It wasn't... At least stuff happened in this. It wasn't necessarily good stuff. And why in the purple fuck Oliver North was in this, I'd really love an explanation. So weird. Yeah, that was a tad uncomfortable. Yeah. But then again, also, yeah, like I said, he was on his rehabilitation tour at that point. Yeah. Uh, I don't hate this. It could have been worse. It could have been better. I'm going to go... Yeah, I'm going to go 2.5. There's some stuff there, but it's nothing... It definitely wasn't good, but it wasn't... It, there's, it's, it, it could have been worse. I'll just okay. say that. It could have been worse. Yeah. To you, Brett. Uh, oh, sorry, uh, one second. Uh, he apparently also uh, was on three episodes of the TV military drama Jag in 95, 96, and 2002. Jag. I remember Jag. But that that actually kind of makes sense because Jag was about military law. Oh, man, here's, wait, here's an article from Greens on Greensboro... Dot com, the Greensboro News and Record. Yeah, I just yeah. found that too. Uh, from, from December 1991. Um. Uh, Oliver North of Iron Contra Frame will play himself in an upcoming episode of Wings, a show he calls Good Family Entertainment. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, oh, that's all it says. Then there's a then then the then the rest of the article is about Kwanzaa. Uh, so that's weird. All right. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a good turn. Um, I'll go 2.25. Not terrible. Not good. It's 2.25. That's it. Sauce time. We're saucing, y'all. Uh, we are saucing. Oh, am I starting? Yes. So, uh, first of all, I just want to say that we love Joe Bob, so this was really exciting to get the, the Joe Bob sauce. Uh, Joe Bob was really important to us all getting through the pandemic. Right, Because sure we was. would all watch... Joe Bob over Skype together. Nope. Or not Skype, Zoom. Zoom, whichever. Same, same thing. So, same idea. Yeah. So we uh, would all call in and all watch Joe Bob on our own TVs, and you could hear all of them. They were never perfectly synced up with timing. Yep. And it was like that part would be a terrible experience, but it was such a good experience just to like see people. Doug and that would was, go leave to smoke cigarettes. And yeah. <laughs> and take and we just needed that. Mm-hmm. Like, we yep. needed that time. So Joe Bob will always have a special place in my heart. So, uh, of course, in true Joe Bob fashion, the bottle is hilarious because it has all of the ingredients labeled, you know, like white vinegar. As foo. foo, yes. Um, so, I really liked this. It was a little bit on the vinegary side. Okay. So, like, the vinegar taste was really strong. Um, but I really liked this. It had a good flavor and it was, I would say, hot. It was a hot sauce. Mm-hmm. But um, not so hot that you couldn't, like, eat it and still comfortably talk. Um, So a lot of, like, our hotter, like, ghost pepper sauces, I wouldn't want to necessarily eat on a full dozen, but this was really good. Uh, So I'm going to give this... uh, I'm going to give it a four. Wow. Nice. All right. All right. Awesome. Into it. All right. So, yeah. So, what Michelle said, I agree with. uh, I know, uh, Doug, I think you and I had had the Joe Bob experience from our teenage years. Yeah, Monster uh, Vision on TNT. Monster Vision, all that sort of stuff. Monster Vision. Okay, Michelle, you did too. Brett, you weren't alive. Um, 
You were very young. I was a little yeah. alive, man. Uh, but um, hey, remember the eighties and how cool they were? <laughs> yeah. All three months. So uh, you know, if you're listening to this, this this episode dropped the same week as Joe Bob's Christmas special. Uh, and so the, it had just come in. Uh, we ordered it a while ago, and uh, I enjoyed this sauce a lot too. I think if you if we had this on a dozen, I think we'd be feeling it. Uh, I think it, I think it would stack. The heat would stack on a, on a dozen. Uh, I dug it. Uh, it's from uh, Tapes from the Crypt is where I bought it. Uh, they don't have like their website on there or anything, but look them up. Instagram. They're on Instagram. Yeah. I think at Tapes from the Crypt. Right. But it says uh, there's nothing better than tacos. Uh, on Joe Bob night, so we crafted this sauce in honor of our horror hero. Is it totally bitchin'? Yes. Is it? Is there beer in it? Yes. Is it hotter than hell? You bet your ass it is. Eh. Uh, so when you're checking out those driving totals, be sure to slap some Texas heat on your spooky eats. Uh, I thought this was really good. Uh, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna mirror Michelle's four. I uh, I dug this. Uh, I think it's, I think it'd be really good on tacos. I thought it was really good on wings. And I was worried it was gonna be runny, and it looks runny in the bottle, but it wasn't super runny on the wings. No, Doug. All right. Honestly, one of the first things that does jump out at me about this, the label. Yeah. yeah. It's good. It could use a little polishing. Yeah, sure. Overall, it is a good time. Uh, yeah, I enjoy this. A good time. I was afraid of the same thing. I was afraid it was going to be too watery, but it held to the wing pretty well. And it's funny because they call it Texas pepper sauce, but where is it that you do the vinegary barbecue sauce? Is that the Carolina style? That's a Carolina style, right? That's I what know. I, I kind of thought of. I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember. It's or that or Kansas City. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. There's so many goddamn yeah, different barbecue styles that fuck sure if is. I can keep up with shit anymore. But it made me think of that a little okay. bit. But this was a good time. This was delightful. And my only question I have is... Snack season and uh, tapes from the crypt. When are you doing the Darcy the Mail Girl sauce? Ooh, good question. Right. Nice. Call him out, dog. Good I question. am calling him the fuck out. Yeah. And also because Michelle didn't read it, I want to read it. So here are your ingredients. White, white vinegar foo, beer foo, jalapeno foo, cayenne pepper foo, habanero foo, ghost pepper foo, onion foo, garlic foo, tomato foo, lime foo, salt foo, pepper foo, chipotle foo, and adobo foo. So Yay. I am gonna go. I'm gonna go three point seven five. Okay, nice. little bit of room for improvement, but I don't really. Yeah. That's more of a little pick. Of all, if, all, I'm happy if they're able to maintain the flavor of it, which I liked with an increased heat. It'd be an absolute home run. Mm-hmm. Uh, so since you know my heat is yes. not as I don't know large as you fucking Developed. crazy people. Your you heat know. is on the street. My, my heat <laughs> is in my meat, Doug. Um, I'm gonna. I love this shit. I thought Good. it was fucking great. Yes. I'm going four point five. Wow. I, like I think I could handle a dozen this easily. Yeah. And as we pointed out, I put more sauce on, which I never fucking do. Okay. That that jumped out at me. Uh, yeah. So I love this. I thought yeah. this was perfect. The flavor was great. It, I got like a sweet flavor from it too, yeah. which is weird because. Reading the ingredients, I don't know what would have given me that. Maybe no, I don't know lime. I don't fucking know. Yeah, Chipotle can Chipotle, do that a bit. Yeah, yeah, there was some sweetness to it. It was fucking awesome. Four point five for sure. Awesome. Uh, this was fucking great. Good job, snack season. Good job, tapes from the crypt. Yeah, y'all are nice. sick. Yeah. Uh, so uh, as we're saying, you know, if you if you're listening to this, uh, the Tuesday it dropped through the Friday. Uh, Joe Bob will be on uh, the Christmas special. Joe Bob ruins Christmas. Uh, we're gonna watch. We're going to be. We'll be tweeting about it. Yeah. Uh, I'm Friday sure. at nine. We'll, we'll be watching. Friday at nine. We'll be watching. It's it's an event for us. We love it. It's on so, Shutter. On Shutter. It's like five dollars a month. 
It's live. Give it a watch. You get a double feature with if you're familiar with Joe Bob Cut-ins and whatnot. Uh, you know how he does it. An hour and a half movie becomes two and a half hours, yes. depending on how much he rants. Uh, but it's always a great time. Uh, I have no idea what they're going to show this year. They said they're really stretching the the idea of of Christmas and horror for this one. That scares me a little. <laughs> right. Uh, but uh, you're still going to get good like grindhouse exploitation for no matter what. Uh, and it's always a fun time. That is pretty much like appointment viewing, right. for for us. So, so uh, give them a listen, give them a give them a watch, hit up Shutter, get a free trial, do something. I don't know. We're, we're not involved, but anyway. But we do love it. Uh, that being said, uh, thanks yeah. for listening. We'll be back next week, and Michelle's going to do all the plugs. Plug away. Check us out at underscore wings on wings on Twitter and Instagram. Wings on wings dot podbean dot com. Wings on wings podcast at gmail dot com. Send us an email. We read all of them and we love getting them. Uh, we can be found on the soon to be named network at STBN network on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm lost now. I forgot. I was doing so good. I you were definitely going to get it. You had the confidence in your voice. I was like, she's yeah, got this. I don't, I don't got this. Uh, so I fucked up, guys. At STBN uh, Network on Twitter. SoonRenamedNetwork.com. SoonRenamedNetwork.tumblr.com. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I always remember it's like a weird one. Like do you remember, live journal or do you remember the other shows there? <laughs> Do you want to name uh, some of, the, uh, some of our fellow soon-to-be-named <laughs> network shows? Friendster. Sure. So uh, check out other shows on soon-to-be-named network, like uh, Porch Talk. Uh-huh. Uh, you start with yeah, really? fucking start with Porch Talk. Profane Arguments okay. is one. Uh-huh. I saw that come out today. Okay. Um, we Need Wrestling. Uh-huh. Thank you. That's Brent Nye's other podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and we Need Wrestling on Twitter. Final wrestling place. Very good. Hey. Yeah, with your with your new Twitter friend, uh, Tim. Oh, you're friends with Tim, Tim on Twitter now. Yep. Uh, nice. He followed me. Tim's Thank good you. people. Thank you, Tim, for following yes. me. I don't think he listens to Wings on Wings. Maybe You'd he be does. Surprised. Maybe yeah. You'd be surprised. he might. Uh, and uh, Joe's podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Longbox Heroes. Longbox. Heroes After Dark. Yep. Is that what it's called? It is, yes. Does he do another one? Oh, he does a wrestling one mm-hmm. with uh, Adam. Yes. Uh, you can say Adam. I, I guarantee you Adam doesn't listen to this show. So if you ha- need to bury him for anything right now, you can go I, right ahead. I don't, but I you did sure? remember his name. Do you want to shoot what, on him? But I don't remember his podcast. Name. What is it called? It's A Todd's with Wrestling. Oh, At Odds with Wrestling. That's right. Yes. Um Yavitsky? With with Adam, yeah. I don't think I've ever met Adam. I like that you know the lingo though. Now that yeah. makes me real happy. Uh, and you have it met Adam. It makes me miserable. <laughs> oh, I did meet Adam once yeah. in a Mahoney. Mahoney, yeah, in a cocktail bar. All right, uh, that's it, everybody. I like a, I like a good hu- human league uh, <laughs> reference to close out the show. <laughs> we'll be back next week. Uh, if you're watching it, enjoy Joe Bob, and uh, we'll see you in a week, Doug. Yeah. Eat some wings, enjoy some wings.
You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Network.